listeners, welcome to Conversations with Nikki. It has been a minute since I last did a recording and today's recording is something that is so dear to my heart, so special, so meaningful and um, my heart's desire is that it impacts and inspires you. And before I go any further and into details, the person I'll be interviewing today is a person who's very dear to me i love him to bits and it's gonna be my husband better known well he goes by tapelo nechuvungulu better known as tabs hey babe how are you i'm good how are you i'm good it's nice to have you on my show i think the last time we had you was when we were talking when about lobola yes and we're talking about lobola negotiations yes babe. No, not our lobola negotiations but um we're just talking about the logistics about Lobola and everything. And I appreciate you on my show today. It's going to be something very yes. Don't you think? I don't know what yes means, but I'm excited <laughs> about it as well. I'm saying it's a juicy topic. So guys, um, our conversation is actually going to be a series. And our hearts are to touch, impact, inspire, and give hope. I don't know. What's your heart on this now, babe? from this whole conversation or this whole series what what are you hoping to what's your heart for it i guess to just um bring light to what the enemy is doing to men out there and to marriages and just um just bring strength as well to marriages man like we're a young couple and there's a lot of young couples out there that are going through a whole lot of nonsense Right, but yeah, that's my heart. But love when you say the enemy, be specific because <laughs> you could be talking about the enemy in an army. What enemy are we talking about here? Oh, come on, we're a Christian couple, we know what we're talking about. The devil, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anywho, listeners. So, the series that we're going to start is entitled Marriage Restoration. God does heal hurting marriages and dead marriages. So the title is actually let me correct myself because my husband just gave me that look, you know. The title of the series is Marriage Restoration. God does heal hurting and dead marriages. And so today we are starting off with episode 1. So there will be different episodes we're going to go into episodes of cheating betrayal um self-righteousness money and we're just gonna be real we're just gonna be honest you know because there are things that happen in marriage which i don't think the world or should i say the church dun, 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 dun. <laughs> go it goes into detail about and i think hence the high rate of divorce and throwing in the towel we'll be talking about how we once separated as well and what happened in that time and yeah love are you ready for this journey yeah i'm ready let's go okay so our first episode after this amazing journey that we're going to take down the road with you guys is how did we meet so we both have different stories on how we met <laughs> tubs has his version i have my version but let's yeah love what's your version of how we met i was going right into it yes okay, we're, we're cool. diving deep into it Okay, where do you want me to start? Like, how, how did we meet? What's like your my own personal journey of seeing you? Or do you want me to start with the first time I laid my eyes on you? Just be real. Like, it's a general question. How did you meet me? I met you at church. Okay, and from church, what happened? 
for us to end up getting married before like t- tell us your journey okay <laughs> i'm a storyteller so. i know you are <laughs> and that's one thing we clash a lot about it now <laughs> when we talk cuz he loves telling stories and when he asks me about my day i tend to be short and straight to the point and he'll be like no there's more to it yet my husband will tell you everything he'll tell you the color of the road the color of the trees but i love that about him sorry love you were saying how did we meet so i'm going to go back all the way back <laughs> all the way back to 2010 you are 2010 how about yeah, in your life in 2010 yeah, just a, a year before i met you But, um, so I was in a, a relationship, right, um, from 2006. Um, I won't mention names just for the safety of people's lives. No, we have to. We have to. And I'm saying we have to keep names out. Like, give it um, girl X or girl B. I mean, oh, you know, nigga B, nigga anyway. 2. We cannot be mentioning names. We, nah, 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 nah. So, anyway, so, um, yeah, it was a... my first long term relationship i think it was like four years and i was quite heavily involved in serving in the church as well um yeah but it ended ended in a sour note but at that time as well I was, my relationship with god i could say was getting strengthened man i was moving i sort of feel like i was moving away from a religious space into a space of having a relationship with god and starting to understand who what Jesus did for my life and all the stuff. And you know like at that time I was questioning a lot of things as well about the church etc etc and I, I'm a very vocal person. But yeah, but I voice my self out in silent ways if that makes sense. But um so yeah, so anyway, I was dating this hand and we broke up and that day we broke up I'm studying way back, eh? Yeah, But you need to understand. Because that's where journey, I come from. You know, exactly. Anyway, yeah. so you might have to do this in two episodes, but anyway, let's go. We'll have part <laughs> one and part two. Anyway, so um and then yeah, broke up with her and then obviously I feel like niggas don't get support in this world. But anyway, that's a topic for another day. Yeah, the church like kind of like no, but what excommunicated do you mean? me. What do you mean? Let's just dive into that. Let's not make it a topic for another day. Uh, what what do you mean when you say um guys do not get support? In what yeah, way? Yeah, because anyway, okay. So, in this specific congregation where we're serving, obviously I was serving with my girlfriend at the time, but we're running the children's ministry, right? So, we set up a roster and all the stuff. So, the day we broke up on the weekend, we broke up on the Sunday. I got to the church and then normally would set up rosters for everybody including us as leaders as well and when i got to the roster obviously i had a, had a conversation with our leaders at the time right and as human beings are as human beings right get to the church and my name is just removed out of the roster so what i mean by it's always a nigger i got removed but anyway oh uh, so you're saying the girl should have also been removed for a breakup no no nothing should have happened as a church you should love both people so wait, wait, wait. you're not so the church removed you from the roster because you broke up with the girl exactly oh, okay. that's how i translated it at the moment i don't know But anyway right, so i remember driving out that sunday morning and 
not serving and not attending church. And then um, and I was like, hey, God, bro, like, I'm done with these human beings, man. Um, so, wait, wait, wait. How did that make you feel to not see your name on the roster? I was hurt by it because as a church, not a specific church, but as the body of Christ on earth, we're meant to love people. All sorts of people, man. So my belief at that time and still now is just doesn't matter what a human being is going through, um, we should be able to still show the same kind of grace and love that um God would show that person in that particular time and moment that they're in. And I just felt like I wasn't getting that kind of love from the people that I worshiped with and the people I believed in Jesus with. It's not about the church, it's not church. It's about the people that I was with at that time. Because uh, I was like, ah, God, these are the people that you hollered at me about. And I must love these human beings. They're showing me so much hatred. I don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there goes Todd's like, I ain't doing no church no more. Yeah, I started way back. This is still about meeting me. Yes, right? yes, yes. No, we um, have to, we, you always go back before we can actually get into the details. Never anyway so um yeah man still remember vividly in tears driving out hurt by the people i still were brothers and sisters siblings like how it says in timothy like that whole family setup that paul says to timothy that you should handle your 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 the, the girls in the church as your sisters and then the, um, the niggas as your brothers and then the older women as your mothers all that stuff that stuff was gibberish to me at that time I can't say the relevant word it was cock bra it didn't make sense so the relevant word would be like beep (laughs) we'd have to blur it out (laughs) yeah so I didn't believe in it so that time I was hurt because what I'm reading and what I'm believing and what I'm living was not matching up so I was like screw this shit beep (laughs) (laughs) ah damn it Anyway, so that's how I felt. But at the same time, I feel like I was like trying to get very close to God, but I was hurt, man. I was like messed up. And then obviously, in that space and that hurt, I um, fell into drinking and all that stuff. Um, so, question: Had you had you drank before? Was it the first time you falling into drinking? No. Oh, okay. I so. drank before, but I was like. You went active. You were dormant. You were dormant person. I'm not a volcano, (laughs) but I was. I dabble into drinking, but it wasn't a thing. Mm, I get you. The reason why it's because, as a Christian, when you're really a Christian and you're in love with God and you love Jesus, alcohol and all this stuff won't be a thing. You're so occupied with this. Mic drop. Say that again. What? I like that. So when you like, um, really consumed by Jesus and your relationship with Him, you're not really um, affected by drinking mm. and sin and all the stuff, mm. right? Um, yeah. Hey, Holy Spirit is here. <laughs> Hallelujah. We anyway, so yeah, it's like when you're in love with a person 
and you're proper in love with a person, right? And you're proper in love with a person, you you're proper in love with a girl, right? Or in love with a guy, you won't look any anywhere else. Like, yeah, Beyonce will come bend over in front of you, you won't see it. It's the same kind of principle. It's what love does. Anyway, so yeah, so now I was hurt by love. And then now, ah, Joe, I welded out, right? And then, yeah, so... So for those that don't understand what welding out is, just put a definition. No, yes, I found a replacement for for my first love. I was instead of church and all that stuff, like, yeah, we were partying, like, I started partying a lot. But it wasn't really about partying, because five days later, I think less than ten days later, I promise you, still at the same church, right? Um, Yeah, let me give myself a chance, maybe a month. Right, I met this hun, like I was my boy, and then we, after church, we saw these girls and all the stuff, and then, like, hey, y'all are cool people, you wanna hang out on Friday, not at cell meeting, not at church, whatever, at a club, bruh, like, like my wife would say, booting, <laughs> the Zim slang for clubbing and partying and stuff, right, so, we invited them out, that following Friday, Right, we picked up these hands and then um, we went out. Wada, wada, wada. Long story short, um, I kind of started dating this girl. Kind of felt like a what thing. What do you mean you kind of? You're either dating or not. There's no black, there's no um, warmth in dating. No warmth? No, like what, does warmth what I'm mean? trying to say, there's no, it's either hot and cold. There's no warmth. So oh, there's no lukewarm. Yeah, lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> in this world but we'll talk about we'll that talk in about episode that. 4 yes <laughs> on ghosting and where people are you but anywho go on love so anyway so yeah um yeah like and it was a fresh of breath in man but yeah we chilled we're fine together and all stuff and then she got pregnant like three months later how did that make you feel when you found out she was pregnant yo you want to get into that already no I just want to get into the feelings of I know with me it was a different story. I just want to hear it from a guy's perspective. Yeah, I was actually like I was she, she had gone to a specific girl X. I mean girl Y. <laughs> girl Y. Great woman actually. But um she was um in Joburg with her friends. She called me on the phone, and when she told me, I didn't believe it. I waited for her to come back, and then we did the test thing, and then it was true, and there was a little bit of confusion, like going to Mary Stokes and all that Right? Yeah, and then, um, but nothing happened. We just carried on with our, with the birth of the child, man. Right, but I felt disappointed to answer the question. Disappointed at how myself. Old, how old were you? I don't know, 2010. 2009, 2010. 2009, actually, yeah. Oh, no, bro. 11 years ago. I was less than 11 of 34. What's that? It's like 23. Yeah, I was a young, I think. 24, 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a young man. Anyway, so. Yeah, so I beat myself up a lot about that. 
right? And I had to suck up what I could suck up, and it wasn't really working out during the end of the So unfortunately, we broke up, and then um, okay. let me put it in that like how you broke up with her, and the fact that she was still pregnant, and how people judged you for doing that. And the reason why I'm bringing that in is just the judgment of people and how it made them no, feel. Like I like immediately from the time where I walked away from church that day. I drove away and I was offended and I was wilding out. Stories were already going around. And the fact that I made a girl pregnant that came from the church, that's just a cherry on top of gossip. So for me it was like whatever people were still gossiping around and saying about me even if it was true man my thing is yeah there's no smoke without fire right i might have caused most of it but um it's the love part man you don't talk about your brothers and sisters behind uh their back right i've got a family obviously i've got my my kids right now I've got my wife if i go behind my behind my daughter's back and talk to her friends and her teachers about her and gossiping because most of the time when it's gossip it ain't nothing good and I'm gossiping about her if my daughter finds out that daddy did that should never trust me again that's what gossip does so, right. so my thing was was okay cool it's fine yeah I'm messing up and all that stuff it's all right but ain't no love for me call yourself lovers of Jesus I didn't get none of that felt a lot of pain and a lot of hatred towards the so called lovers of Jesus sure so would you say lovers of Jesus which would then be the church because the people are the church I don't want to say the church because the church is perfect man according to the word of God no 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 I would say the church because we are the church the church is not a building and um, unfortunately it's so sad that people have tainted that pure image of what the church is to be so there's always that the church hurt me which people people would have hurt you which was yeah. the church i always i always remember the time like in 06 when i was like very close to god and stuff and i met like a man of god like just sent from america just to serve around here and he taught me grace like just showing grace to people and love to to people right doesn't matter if it's a pastor a hobo or or a president right and the thing is to answer your question as people we forget that Jesus died on the cross and God showed us mercy gave us mercy and he, he showed us grace right and if as a family if I belong to a Bill Gates family right there's a Bill Gates family I have a certain identity and I'm a son in the Bill Gates family and I'm not living according to who we are as Bill Gates people or living according to what my father and my mom did as the Bill Gates people, as the Gates family, then I'm rebelling. So I was conflicted, man, because a lot of times as to you say your thing, um, as a child of God and as part of the kingdom, if you fail to show grace, I don't know what you're doing because Jesus died on the cross. Right? I always make an example of if, um, like, I don't know if it's biblical or not, but 
according to the bible it seems biblical moses was used by god but anyway so if um a murderer was to like murder someone like kill someone like on a tuesday and then on the wednesday they feel so condemned and convicted and they repent and give their life to god and then on that same wednesday in the evening jesus comes back that person is going to heaven because god will have forgiven him that's how i feel about the forgiveness that god shows us it has no condition right but i feel like as a church i don't want to talk about church but i feel like as a church we place so much condition on the sins that the family members in the church commit that we forget to show them grace or be the hand of mercy or be the hand of grace or even be the hand of love right i think and it yeah. even goes back to that whole um the 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 was it the prostitute who um they wanted to the, the was it the prostitute that they found in the bible and then Christ said if you have if you have no sin throw the first stone for right. me i and feel yeah, yeah. at that moment god or jesus rather showed love he didn't judge her he didn't you know and i always say i wonder to this day what he wrote in the sand when he drew that line when he was down on the ground and for me i think he was saying i've got you don't worry i love you regardless of who you are you know so yeah anyway sorry we diverted a bit anyway can i say one more thing in the diversion yes <laughs> right so as a christian and knowing the word of god i sort of also judge myself in a way cuz i tend to like feel like ah these people think like i'm just trying to find trying to get pity from the church or from fellow brothers but that's not the thing it's my own journey like if you have sinned before in your life like i don't know i don't know if you've ever sinned if you've sinned before in your life the moment they take the first breath they sin <laughs> if you've sinned before in your life you know the journey of repentance right and it takes the only true repentance comes from within mm. it's not a pretense man right so all the time like when i well most of the time when i speak about this i always felt like it was um it be taken like in a wrong way like ah this guy's looking for merit like for self pity from 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 for pity from the church and all stuff and it's not that i don't need none of that man cuz there's only one savior anyway back to the story yeah, so you were still saying girl what did we call it called girl d girl what girl what girl why the queen the baby mama she was a queen um yeah so you then found out she's pregnant and you broke up while you all were pregnant Yeah man just things were not adding up man for me I was beating myself up so much I was in a mess I was confused I was trying to do right but at the same time I knew that I'm just trying to fix things because I was feeling guilty and all that stuff wara 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 and I had to make a decision that's not popular with the church or with society let me not say the church hey it's not your church Jesus just with society I've, re- I've, I've repented from saying the church because 
when God creates things, when God created marriage, created Adam and Eve, it was perfect and even took a break, right? And then we human beings sinned and all that stuff and then we started bringing in divorce and all those things and then it's then it wasn't perfect, but we can't call what we created what God created. So with the church, God called, made it perfect. Jesus made it perfect. So it's not the church, it's society and the human beings. Right, so I just felt like with human, like the decisions I took were not favorable to you, to the society. It's not that I cared about society, but also, uh, though I was quite hurt by what I said and the decision I took, it was difficult. I beat myself up so much, man. I think she would have been hurt because you know how society has it. Well, back then, um, now nowadays, it's just been twisted. Bam, you can get a girl pregnant and keep anyway but back then there was that expectation that you've made her pregnant you now need to marry her you need to do right by her because you made her pregnant so it's what society societal standards to cover i would say it's a societal standards to cover up a sin so there's no embarrassment to the family to be like ah you've made her pregnant marry her you need to do right by her just to cover the sin but it was covering embarrassment i would think because i even know of couples that got married forced by their parents to cover up the sin so there's no embarrassment to them as human beings and then the story would be neither they became um, pregnant or daddy yet we all know family that these people fornicated way before they got married but anyway <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. but anyway like from on my side it wasn't like it's interesting that you brought that up because it's not family that wasn't in support of my decision family understood where i was coming from but the people that go to a building and sing three songs and listen to a sermon yeah those human beings that go there and they believe they they live a higher moral life no, it's not even religion, man. It's human beings that believe that they are morally higher than everyone else, right? Those human beings, right? They didn't understand. Oh my word! But anyway, so <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that journey went, and yeah, girl was born. What, 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 what? Awesome, smart human being, right? Just for I won't mention names. Eh? No, we can't. We gotta anyway so right um girl was born daughter, my daughter was born 2010 and then yeah i still beating myself up with the never face the fact that i made a girl pregnant by the way my dad is a pastor bro that's oh, how yes, i grew up yeah, that's how I grew up, and I never thought I'd be the one who brings such shame into the family and even to myself. So I was going through a lot at that time, um, and I, I never believed in working for other people. So I was running my own business. So I had to start employing people, going through all this stuff, and business is growing, I'm flopping in other spaces, all the stuff. So there's a lot of stuff happening in my life. So anyway. Fast forward, um, start dating again. Right? Obviously, I'm not back at church. Duh. Right? <laughs> Screw that stuff, dude. Those people that sing three songs and then listen to a man talk. 
I wasn't there. I wasn't a part of that life. So, anyway. <laughs> Why are you saying wow? No, no, no. I reserve my comment. <laughs> that was my mindset at that very point in life, right? Um, And, yeah, so then some reason who like my mom contacted um certain pastor right at a nice very beautiful church and he asked me to come see him i think my mom could see the pain i was going through and all that stuff and i wasn't congregating and for the first time i could say in a long time where i felt the love of god through a human being but this guy was very, um, this man of God was very forgiving, very... Why can't we say the man of God's name? Because we ain't saying the baby mama's name. No, but then if it's a man of God and they did well, why? I mean, but the baby mama did nothing wrong no, to me. No, 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 but it's a man of God, so other people who want to be touched by this man of God could... We'll do that in episode up. three. Oh, see, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> he, okay. No, what I'm saying is like public figures, you're able to announce names. So, in public figure. No, so so when people also want to touch the healing from him, they look him up. No, there. but it wasn't about yeah, sorry, him. love. Anyway, go on. Anyway, so, um, oh wow, guys, this 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 is what I'm going through. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, like. I, felt it right and i decided to go back to the church and at that time i had my cousin we're best friends man we're homies right so he'd go everywhere i'll go i'd go everywhere where he goes and we started serving at this church and i was doing media stuff on cameras and all the stuff and started getting back in touch with god man but uh, the life was still going man the life the life after church was still going right the life after a church service. What's that? The life after singing three songs and listening to a man talk behind the podium. What's that that life was going on. Chisanyama on a Sunday. Yes. Hey, <laughs> club, <laughs> Saturday night. Saturday night. No, specific. Yeah, all other stuff. Don't know <laughs> and Chisanyama is, for those who are listening abroad, is like a chiller session where you go chill and you drink and you have meat and you buy. So South Africa is known for bribing. But she said, yeah, it's a, okay, I won't say what it is. But anyway, go oh, on. It's a beautiful place. Nice joint. There's even restaurants around it. But anyway, so I could say that was the time I was starting to get back in touch with the love of God, man. Back to my first love. And then and then obviously with that restored. Like I, the whole time I wasn't dating. And then I met up a girl. Yeah, I'd known her for a while. Right, and then for a bit but it wasn't just it man I just felt like no human being that's female will accept me with the sin that I committed man so I just it didn't make sense for me to well I couldn't find like a person that just accepted me for who I am but um, it was still just the whole fear of baby drama and oh baby mama drama that's how you guys say it and then um so i struggled for a bit right i remember saying to my cousin and i was like hey homie like actually i'm tired of dating older girls i'm gonna date an older girl right like a girl older than me then i met a girl who was older than me but it was wrong (laughs) hey satan listens into our conversations 
right? Um, that's wrong, 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 wrong. Right? It just didn't work out. We won't get into the details. No, you you gotta love no, this. It's a juicy juice. Okay. No, I just don't we want to get into the details. Right? Um, and yeah, and then at that time, my business was starting to struggle a lot because. I wasn't keeping up with pressure, with personal issues, and all that stuff, and I just was driving around this one day, a centurion, and I kept seeing these green posters on the street lamps, right? I said, go, go. And I kept seeing it, I was like, what the heck is this? And obviously, with my business, I drove around a lot. I kept seeing all these posters all around centurion. Right, and at that time I was like, even the church where the man of God spoke to me, I wasn't connecting. It wasn't, it wasn't it. I wasn't feeling at home and all that stuff. I had deeper needs. I felt like I needed to connect with the family. Like in the Bible, it says, "Do not forsake your saints." Yeah. Yes. You know what the saints? Let me not get into what saints. Is. I was at church, but I was not feeling the gathering, man. But that was partly my fault as well. I just needed a place. Right? And because I was at the church and I was still sinning, living a life of sin. But I needed, I came to a point in my life where I wanted to completely repent, turn away from drinking heavily, uh, fornicating, and all that stuff, and just turn to God. And these posters kept, kept seeing them. Down John Foster, down Hendrick Wood. I remember the streets still, man, Andreas Graf. And then I worked in Santon at that time. I got to Santon this one Thursday. I just sent an e. It was a Friday. No, it was a Thursday. Sent an email to the post email address on the posters. And then the pastor and the pastor's wife responded. And then um, I met the pastors on the Saturday with my boys, man, my warriors. The guys that serve the Lord with the guys I'm called with, those homies, they know themselves, right? Um, then we went and we met to the pastor and we started joining the church. And for me, my my thing that I had said because I wanted to turn away, yeah, I'm still talking about how I met my wife, which is okay. I actually think um, the session is just we're gonna we're gonna halt it before I even start talking. I think my session will be part two of how we met each other. But go on. And you have to be as honest as I am. Definitely. No secrets. No secrets, love. Don't use your bedroom voice. I'm not using my bedroom voice. <laughs> wow. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, so, and, yeah, so, meet him. And then I had known that I need to take certain actions in my life to completely move away from that kind of life and you sometimes you have to take hard decisions and just move away completely and the, the pastor at that time would help me man. like he'd pick me up from work etc etc i'd drive him around i remember his dad came and i was driving i was the driver for the day etc 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 right and anyway and then he told me about this certain girl at the go church that's Obviously, he knew my story at the time. He's like, hey, this girl, sort of going through what you went through, 
or what you're going through and you're around the same age, I think you guys will get along. I was like, ah, anyway. At that time in my head, to be honest, I was like, oh my word, even pastors are hooking me up. What's wrong with my life? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, and then, um, yeah, so anyway, then I decided to go to the church and then I met this girl. Well, I didn't meet her, I saw her. Right? She walked in with her daughter and a tall guy next to her. And they were wearing matching clothes. Maybe it was church clothes. So in my head, I concluded, oh, that's a girl, Miss. That's the guy. They must be together. So in my head, I was like, ah, whatever, man. Nice girl, but she's taken. And then um, a week goes past. Following week. So you're a good boy. You went for the shy, but you took a spinner. I'm not a spinner, man. (laughs) And then, um, oh, was he your nigga? No, he wasn't. Was your guy? Apparently, we must say that. Yeah, you must have said that. Okay. And anyway, so one week goes, following week comes, uh, and then same church. I go back to church. I'm with my cousins. I'm playing in the band now. Non-stop. Nothing is really happening. I clean up the the instruments afterwards. Pack them up. And then we leave. I don't talk to her. She's now this hand is talking to my family, hollering at my mom's, hollering at my brothers, and all the stuff. And then I'm like, ah, okay. Anyway, it's taken anyway. It's great. There's nothing I can do. And they must have fun in my head, right? And then um, the following following week, third week comes through. She walks in, I'm already band practicing and all that stuff, ready on my percussions and all that stuff. She walks through to church in the sexy number, bruh, the tightest thing I ain't never seen in a church, bruh. Black dress with a red belt, hugging her figure like crazy. I could not take my eyes off her while she was worshipping, right? I even put my Bible next to her. She walked in, I had never spoken to this girl. She walks in before church starts. It's a small church, by the way. And then I go put my Bible next to a chair. She saw me doing it. And then I go back to my instruments to start with the worship session. Come back after worship. Her daughter was um, rowdy. She goes outside. What do you mean rowdy? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she <laughs> was not rowdy. sexting. She was still a toddler. So yeah. Same, same. Anyway, so... Um, and then... Yeah. So she left after church. People are socializing, having snacks outside and everything. I don't know how later. And then next thing, way like probably like another four weeks. Right. Um the church now moves to a new venue and all that stuff. And we were, I was like in between places. My mom had moved a different place as well. But then eventually we had moved. And then now she had started this whole, she came up with this whole play that we should do as youth. And I'm like, I am not a youth, man. I'm old, bruh. Like, that's how I felt. Like, I'm old. I can't be doing youth things. Anyway, it's a small church. Let me partake. And then got involved. Got my siblings to get involved. Got my cousin to get involved. Got the youth to go to her house to, to rehearse. And the first time, Remember, I liked her, but 
taken. And then um, the first time we had to go there for rehearsals and stuff, I was I had a meeting in town, and um, that was I was still partaking within the bottle bar. So I had a few beers over there. I think I had two liters of Casa. It was the first special day by Sunnyside. I'll never forget that day. And I caught a cab, went back to the hood, playing Centurion, and then um, I said, come open at the gate, because I didn't know where she lived, and I wasn't driving. Gave her a nice long hug. I made sure she felt me. <laughs> please, right. please, 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 please. Be specific when you say you make sure I felt you because people are gonna be up all in their thoughts thinking you groped me. No, make sure you felt my love, man. Yeah, I gave her love, like nice, tight squeeze, and then um, we walk. And how? Oh, in this play now, we are a couple. And by the way, she wrote the script. But in my head, I'm like, <laughs> anyway. Um, I really was trying to develop feelings for this woman, right? But I just, she looked too innocent, right? And at that time, actually, I was fed up with females. I didn't want females. I didn't want to go into another relationship. I was fed up because no one understood me. I was ready to be a loner for a while. You were even ready to take your journey to the rest of the world. <laughs> so that was way before you, though. But anyway, yeah. Um then yeah so we clicked after rehearsals we'll chill and talk and all that stuff and then yeah we made a bet and she won the bet and I had to take her out on a date I took her out on a date but before the date actually there's a rehearsal thing we um, there's one rehearsal afternoon and there's a Saturday and I asked her to cook for us I kind of duped her I just told her my mom said um, but anyway but she cooked right, with the little that she had. Like why, that. Are you, why are you saying the little that I had? <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, like that lady in the Bible who had oil and bread <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and then she cooked. Bah. I was like, yes. So I ate. I was like, yeah, God will multiply your needs. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Anyway, but anyway, God ended up multiplying my needs. Because we when she was cooking after that rehearsal she just opened the door for the daughter just finding out about her and I was like oh shucks this is, this is a girl that's around my age went through very similar scenarios as I did felt guilty and I was able to open up and I actually enjoyed it and there was a breath of fresh air and I started seeing hope and a light at the end of the tunnel Hey, maybe there's hope. Maybe these females that God created, maybe there's one of them for me. Right. So that's what I was thinking. And I started talking to her quite a lot that week. Right. And then the following rehearsal, she made a little bet, right, saying, hey, if you win the game against Men United in Barcelona, then I'll take you out on a date. If I win, then I must take you out. Right. That was a Champions League final. Some game Barcelona and United. No, I said if you win, you must give me your glasses. Okay, anyway, but anyway, she ended. I ended up having, a, having to take her out on a date, and on that date, 
the way I was fed up, I was like, I am not trying to do this thing all over again. Females are weird. So this is who Tubbs is. Like, put my whole life on a nice silver platter, right? And I was like, this is who I am. And she agreed, Ruth. And then this Sunday, I called our youth pastor at the time and wait, wait, don't prayed go, for us. Don't go into that detail yet. Why is it we'll, your part of the story? No, we're going to share that together because that was something we did together. Yeah, well, I can preview it. Okay, you can preview it now. Yeah, so told the pastor, we fasted. Four days later, after the fast, <laughs> and then alarms it. And we started dating, right? So that's how I met. That's how I met you. Thanks, love. Yes, what a long 45-minute story. Yes, that's my baby. He likes to give details. And I think we're going to round it off there, um, listeners. And you guys should tune into part two of how we met each other, which will be my part. And then, obviously, we will conclude it together. But... Love, thank you so much for being honest. And like I said to the listeners, guys, our heart for all of this, we're not out here to air our dirty laundry or whatever the case is, but there's that Bible verse, I'm going to paraphrase it, but they overcome by the word of their testimony. And the reason why we started sharing our journey and who we are in our marriage and everything is because of the testimony in what God did in our marriage in terms of restoring and of repairing us and and in terms of blessing us and refilling us and and reviving us like what I said the whole topic is not the whole topic the series is marriage restoration God does heal hurting and dead marriages and our hope is to bring hope to the dead marriages faith to the uh, marriages that are hurting but just to show that there is truly a God so thank you for tuning in. Thank you, baby, for giving your story of how you met. It was very interesting. You really went back, back. Your baby went, yeah, But I, there is one opportunity to, I had to, like, tell you everything. <laughs> well, tell me or the world. But anyway, <laughs> thank you, guys. And thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like conversations with nikki share conversations with nikki you can find me on instagram conversation underscore with underscore nikki as well as on facebook and soon enough we're going to be going on to youtube and i'm hoping my husband will be he will not be camera shy and very soon we'll do this as a proper video but yeah love you babe thanks okay thank you for having me hi you don't love me too I love you too, thanks. <laughs> Bye, guys.